What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Florida Line Podcast. This is episode 34, I believe. Uh, it's been a minute, uh, a lot of issues, which we'll discuss. But my name is CJ. It is your amigo, Brandon. What is up, people? How y'all um, doing? It's been a little been a little bit. You guys got a lot of stadium vlogs recently. Yeah, check those out. I can't have. complain about. I can't complain about. Those are the most fun. They Shout out to our boys, fun. Chris and Noel. Yes, the GOATs. Um, Jaden, of course, all those guys out Jayden, there. Jaden, like Junior, Travis, Chico, Mark, all of them. So many more names. Kings of Pinstripes. Shout out to all of you. I know you guys watched some of the videos. Um, Shout out. Legends, bro. We appreciate y'all. And we can't wait to see you guys next weekend and all of you guys next week. Also, if you came up to us and said hi at the stadium, much appreciated as well. Uh, really appreciate the love, of course. But also, yeah, we've been dealing with some issues ourselves. Uh, my room is currently... Well, I'd like to explain this story before we get into the podcast because honestly, it affects my, <laughs> this affects my whole setup here. But my there's been like a pipe, like a pipe broke in my house and all the excess water is running into my air conditioner vent. It's been going on for like a last two weeks. And then we just learned that they're going to have to fix the broken pipe, which means they're going to have to I'm going to have to take everything out of my room and they're going to like rip straight through it and destroy everything. So. I don't know the future of my signature, my signature studio room, whatever the hell you want to call it. I don't know the future. Want to be Studio 21. Yeah, want to be Studio 21. Shout out Paul <laughs> O'Neill, you're the GOAT. <laughs> but I don't know what's in store for the future of my uh, my uh, my space back here, but let's just hope for the best. If, if not, it's for uh, my bedroom, obviously, my studio, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, but yeah, so that kind of sucks. So you guys are probably going to be seeing me from like a bit of a different location next week. Well, not next week, but in following weeks, you guys are going to be seeing me in a different location. Definitely not in here. So that's that. And of course, so now we have our favorite part of the episodes fit of the day. Of course, we didn't do them in the stadium series because it was really hot this past weekend. Oh yeah. Um, and by the way, if you guys don't know, we will be at the last two games of the of the regular season against Tampa Saturday and Sunday in the Bronx. I'll, I'll be there a little always, late. I'll be there a CJ late will be there Saturday. a little late on Saturday. But, of course, always in 203, you can catch us there. Uh, come yes, say sir. what's up, chat with us for a little bit. Um, But, yeah. So, CJ, what do we got on today? Obviously, we're going into the biggest series of the year against the Red Sox. You already know. You guys saw this shirt in prior videos. Buck Faustin, keep that energy. <laughs> always, I dropped my phone. Always keep that energy. And now we got the World Series patches hat. You guys see this in all the vlogs and stuff. So, yeah, that's what I'm rocking with. Barrett Cole, the Barrett Cole flow. Barrett Cole out here. We'll, we'll, we'll explain that story after Brandon's fit. But, Brandon, I, I, I like right. your shirt a lot. <laughs> oh, yes. My shirt is amazing. Uh, shout out Bold Vinny. This is one of his older shirts. Um, we have a lot of his shirts. We always see him outside the stadium. So, Bald Vinny, if you're watching this, shout out to you. But, of course, honestly, we got to post this picture on Instagram because we got to add we got him on it. I'm wearing it on the podcast now. Oh, so, this yeah. is an older shirt. So, make the world a better place. Punch a Boston fan in the face. <laughs> How you doing? How official, you doing? Official Bald Vinny. Oh, wait. You can't. Bald Vinny yes. merch 2010. Um, and then we got on the 1999 World Series Yankee with the navy and icy brim. Jeez. But yeah, shout out Bald Vinny. Um, who knows? We may get Bald Vinny on a podcast one day. Word, but... bro. We'd love to have that. Yeah, we got we got a lot of Bald Vinny shirts now. Every time we go to the game, and collect at least one. I got Yaltube's yep. shirt. I got the Bleachers shirt. This one. I have another one somewhere too. Um, 
But anyway, good times, of course. We love Bold Vinny the Goat. But yeah, my new name is Bear Cole. If you check in the vlogs, uh, the dudes were hanging out with Christian Noel. They were like, yo, you look like Garrett Cole. I'm like, yeah, I know. And they're like, no, nah, you're not Garrett Cole. You're Barrett Cole. So next thing you know, now I go to school. I'm in the I'm in the bathroom at school today. One of my friends walks in and goes, hey, what's up, Barrett? And I'm like, so uh, my new name is Barrett Cole. I'm no longer CJ. My name's Barrett. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, big. Well, another reason for that name. Sorry to cut you off. But yeah, you good. You good. Um, Chris's son, CJ, I know. He's nope. uh always there. His name is apparently CJ as well. Also, if you did not know CJ, the one wearing the Buck Faustin shirt today, uh, his real name is Chris. We just call him CJ because yep. he's Chris Jr. Um, and that's the same thing with uh, Chris's son, CJ. He's Chris Jr. So, obviously, there was one. So, CJ looks a lot like Garrett Cole. So now he's Barrett Cole in the bleachers. So if you see him in the bleachers and you're wondering why everybody's calling him Barrett Cole, now there you know. he is. Speaking of the bleachers, actually, I caught my first ball this weekend. Uh, Giancarlo, Stanton, <laughs> Giancarlo Stanton threw me a ball. I wasn't even looking. Next thing you know, I, I reach out my left hand and there's a baseball. And I'm like, oh, look at that. So Giancarlo, shout out to you, buddy. And, and then, he reaches was, over me. I was he like, reaches over me. And I had some food in my hand, so I was not trying to get hit with the ball. So I was like, let me get out the way. Let me get CJ a ball. And I was soon enough, he caught it. And I was like, oh, wow, very cool. So very generous, very generous guy. Shout out to Mr. G. Mr. Giancarlo. Um, And yeah, so everyone was happy. Everyone was like, yo, Barrett, nice catch. I'm like, smile and wave. Uh, You already know what's good. (laughs) But but anyway, getting into the actual Yankees portion. Of today, uh, we've been telling a lot of stories so far because we've had a lot of fun. And we haven't we haven't spoken a lot in a, quite a minute, so we got this going down. But um, the Yankees are in a playoff chase. Uh, the last podcast oh. we did was when the Yankees were on a 13 game winning streak, and then obviously some stuff was done. There were some storms out here, electrical issues. Obviously, there's water in my room, so dealing with quite a ton of uh, issues here. But the Yankees are in a playoff chase. They are now in the second wild card spot in the American League. The Boston Red Sox are number one. And we play the Boston Red Sox this weekend. Toronto is right on our tail. Though. You got to watch out for the Blue Jays. And we play Toronto right after the Red Sox series. And we play Toronto next week. So right about now, the Yankees are in a very sticky – I won't say sticky situation, but they're in a very tough scenario, tight. tight situation, where they have to win these games. You have to take some games from Boston. You have to at least take two out of three from Boston. Then you got to go into Toronto and at least take two out of three from them, bury them for good. Because if you take two out of three or sweep the Blue Jays, I don't know. Maybe that might be the end of our uh, – that might be the end of the Blue Jays season. That means the Yankees are in the second wild card spot, maybe even the first. It depends if the how the Yankees do against the Red Sox. But these last nine games are absolutely massive. By the way, the Yankees should be in a better position right now. If it's not like they they played like crap, I'll admit they played like crap over the last two weeks, and they kind of got it together with that Texas series, bringing out the brooms. That was a much, much, much needed sweep. Great, great play all around. But when you go and get smoked by ten runs, give up eleven runs to Cleveland two days in a row and get absolutely smoked, that ain't playoff. Like that ain't that is not a playoff caliber team. But then you go out and sweep the games that you're supposed to. That is also. A very good sign. Now you got to go take care of business against the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, and the last series of the year against the Rays, who really have nothing to play for at the moment, considering they locked down the American League East already. So the Yankees have their have their work cut out for them 
And who knows? I mean, I, honestly, my only advice to you guys is just put on your seatbelt and hold on to your hat because you, we don't know where the hell this is going to take us. It's going to, it's a wild yeah. time right now. But Brandon, let me, let me, honestly, uh, you, let's hear your thoughts. This is, this is very crazy right now. Um, when the Yankees went on that 13 game winning streak, we really came from the bottom and rose almost to the top. And it, it was pretty awesome to see. Um, of course, it ended at the unlucky number 13. Um, but, shout you know, Joey, shout out Joey Gallo. <laughs> shout out Joey Gallo and, and A-Rod. You can't forget the Mr. A-Rod. Oh, yeah. um, but, you know, the Yankees do have a little bit tough bit. Um, they should have never lost the amount of games that they did to Cleveland when we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great that we swept Texas, but what else would you think besides to sweep Texas? Their team is absolutely dog. And, um, you know, the Yankees really need to really need to win some more games if they want to be in the playoff contention now because now it's really coming down to the wire. You're facing all the people that are in your division. All the people in your division are chasing for a wild card spot. Exactly. Except Orioles because the Orioles always suck. By the way, we should have never lost those games against the Orioles oh, that we played. Oh, that was um, poor. That was just poor. They were double-A team at best. Yep. So, honestly... We need to win this Red Sox series. We need to win this Toronto series. And then we could go on with Tampa, but Tampa really has nothing to play for. As CJ said, if we could do that and we could stay strong, Yankees will be in the wild card. If not, our season is over. Um, and it sucks to say it. This season went by really fast. Bro, I know. I know, bro. I oh, can't man. believe it's already September. It's going to be October baseball soon. Um, and then we're going to have to wait until March again. And this is going to suck. So the Yankees really need to wake up. Last night's game was amazing. It was. Seven to three final score. By the way, Severino's back, which is awesome. Ooh, yeah, we'll get into that. Just later. in time. Just in but time. But 7-3 last night. The Bronx was wild. Joey Gallo and Rizzo were going crazy in the dugout. Um, uh, the Italian stallions. How you doing? So if we could play like that, we have a good chance of making wild card this year. I agree, bro. I mean, see, the Yankees have their, they have their work cut out for them right now. This is I, I I'm not sure who said this. It might have been Judge, but someone said something along the lines where this feels weird because the Yankees are never really in this situation. The Yankees always yep. at this point in the year, the Yankees have their playoff spot locked down. 2019, 2018, 2017. The Yankees had the playoff spot by this time. So it is an unusual situation for us Yankees fans because we haven't felt this in a while. And this team has been so up and down, up and down. The highs are unbelievable, but the lows are unbelievably rock bottom low. I mean, I, I don't think I've seen the team go from winning 13 games and being looking like the best team I've ever seen in the MOP, one of the best teams I've ever seen. I mean, when he's run a 13-game win streak, they were killing everyone in their path. Now, one of the best Yankee teams I saw, like from a stretch from a Yankee team, that team looked so dominant during those 13 games. And you go and yep. you lose, like, oh, what, what is it? Like, you go 2 and whatever, 2 and 10, 2 and 12, something along those lines. Like, you lose six in a row at one point. Like, I mean, that just can't happen. I mean, you when you lose games to the Baltimore Orioles, you show no life against the Blue Jays. What, what team is that? I mean, how you go from looking like World Series contenders to looking worse than the Baltimore Orioles, who had a better stretch than we did at one point? I just don't get it. But I'm um, honestly, I hope the Yankees, after that sweep, are heating up at the right 
time. You have Joey Gallo heating up. Gary Sanchez with a big home run yesterday. Anthony Rizzo is hitting the ball. Aaron Judge is on fire. He's been doing great all season. Giancarlo still putting the ball in play. Glaber Torres, and he's doing, I guess, a little bit better. I mean, he still is not good, but he's doing a little better. <laughs> DJ LeMay, LeMayhew, you got to fix yourself. But the pitching is finally coming back into form. I mean, outside, well, actually, I wouldn't necessarily say that. Luis Hill and Garrett Cole looked yeah. beautiful last weekend. But, hey, Montgomery, he looked solid the other day. Nestor Cortez, great as always. The bullpen has looked fantastic. In that Texas series, the bullpen was awesome. So maybe the Yankees finally have their head screwed on straight, and maybe they are, they have another one of those crazy Clay hot streaks Holmes. in for them. Oh, shout out Clay, Clay Holmes. Holmes. We love looked him. amazing last night. Oh, yeah. The ground he, his hit. pitches were moving. His pitches were moving. They were getting in the strike zone. He was getting strike three calls. Clay Holmes looked like a really good reliever last night. See, uh, but it's still hashtag DFA Heaney. Oh, yeah. uh, DFA we already, Heaney. Boo. We already got freaking Brooks Kreski DFA'd. Hey. Um, <laughs> the Orioles could have him. The Orioles could have him. DFA Heaney, I'll pay for his ticket right back to California. Oh, hell um, yeah. But, you know, the Yankees are finally starting to snap. Wandy was pitching good. Um Chad Just Green actually point. looked solid too. Chapman looked like Vince. thank God. Chapman looked great. Oh, you know what I'm excited for now. You already know that Chapman his flip, uh, his switch already flipped. He's already in postseason mode. And when this Chapman gets unlocked, you know it's some nasty fucking oh bleep bleep that bleep, bleep. Bleep, bleep. You know it's some nasty all this Chapman. Bro, I'm um, praying. I'm praying, bro. Because we can't Chapman have another. Looked amazing last night. He's looking, he's looking nice and nice and crisp. Um, so once this Chapman's fully unlocked, gonna be unhittable strikeouts, ground outs. You already know the whole spiel. Yankees are coming out on top tonight against the Red Sox in the rest of this series. What else can you expect? Well, I'm praying that Aroldis Chapman finally has it together because. We can't deal if let's say we make the playoffs. I mean, it's not guaranteed at the moment, but if we, I think we do. If we do, we can't have another Aroldis Chapman choking letdown like we had for the past two years. That just cannot exactly. happen. It can't happen. I mean, th- 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 it just can't. So honestly, though, I think the Yankees are in a good. Well, I, I hope they're in a good position. I mean, this is going to be the. Th- this is quite the test right about now for this team. This team is going to go through it, and you got to fight, and you got to show grit and heart to win these games. We need those 13-game win streak Yankees back right about now. And it sucks obviously yeah. on, on your home field, but I'm telling you, if this comes down to the last three games and the two that we're at, expect that place to be loud as hell because I'm about to – Oh, we're, yeah. We're about to bring it that weekend because we know, we know what this is. I won't talk for a week. I will not open my mouth for a week to yeah. save my voice. If the Yankees come out strong today and against this Boston series – Oh, my God, that stadium at the Bronx when the Tampa Bay Rays come in is going to be loud. That stadium is going to be packed. I might have to buy my tickets now in order to get them a decent price. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because if the Yankees do get this series, those tickets are going to really raise up in price. It's going to be like a playoff game. So if you're not going to be on 161st, 
next weekend, then well, where you are See, bro, I have the you SAT. Ne- Unfortunately, I have the SAT next weekend. Also, all my homies hate the SAT. It's just a cash grab. But when we have the SAT, <laughs> I have the SAT next Saturday till 1130 in the morning. You already know. Right from there, I'm going, woo, I'm going straight to the Bronx. I might miss the first inning or two, but that's okay. I mean, I still want to be there and support my guys because we got to bring the noise. We got to let them know that we got their backs because this team, they, they got to know that we have them and they got to know that we support them because the, 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 the fans bring so much energy and adrenaline to players on the field. I mean, when you have everyone out here screaming for you, like it makes you, it, it must make players feel like so much better about themselves. It must make them feel a lot more confident playing on their home field with, with that su- kind of support in a huge must-win series against your division rival. Of I course, mean, of course. That's, that's absolutely massive. I mean, that, so expect the energy levels to be sky high that weekend because the Yankees need us. The Yankees need us fans. The Yankees need to help themselves too. I mean, the Yankees just got to put it together. So let's do a little injury update. Um, before we get into the next part of our episode, obviously that was just a big conversation. We'll have another, we'll have some more stuff later on, but Jonathan Loisga is dealing with the right shoulder strain, obviously. And his expected return is next week, September 28th through 30th, possibly is according to MLB.com. Loisga tossed at a distance of 120 feet on September 21st, which was two days ago, appearing free and easy, according to Aaron Boone. Um, Jameson Tyone, right ankle injury. His expected return is later in September. Tyone made a minor. He did a rehab assignment last night. Yeah, last night. That's what I was going to say. So that's That's good. That's good. Uh, Aaron Judge dealing with general soreness. Well, I mean, that obviously happens. I mean, he's just a little banged up probably. Everyone's probably a little banged up. Tall guy. Yeah, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. But you already know he'll be playing. Uh, Next thing you go, Sal Romano got released. Obviously, we all know that. And Luis Severino reinstated from the 60-day IL, and he pitched the other day, and he looked awesome. We love Luis Severino. And he is in the bullpen. Bullpen seven. Thank God. up, dude. Whatever gets – bro, I don't know how the hell Andrew Heaney's still chilling out there. I just don't understand. (laughs) Uh, Estevan Floreal was optioned to AAA. He was here for a cup of coffee. And next thing you know, got Domingo Herman reinstated from the 10-day IL (laughs) as well. So – the reinforcements, Domingo. Domingo, reinforcements are here. Yeah, Domingo Herman seems to wave at Brandon every time. Uh, every every game. time I go to the stadium, every time. He always throws out the ball and all the fans put their hands on. I'm always the last one that goes like, yo, Domingo. And he always waves back yeah. at me, always acknowledges me. So for that, Domingo, you are my boy. Can't so, wait to see you back in the Bronx. Yes, um, sir. Healthy, I mean. All these people are getting healthy right at the perfect time. Um, I mean, would have been is... would have been great if they were healthy right now, but word, you know, they're all getting healthy. So if the Yankees could could rock out these two series, mm-hmm. we're gonna be nice. I mean, this is obviously like huge, huge addition. I mean, because the bullpen they they were kind of gassed. I mean, they were gassed for a while for a while. And Andrew Heaney, we can't afford to keep putting that guy out there. He cannot keep going on the field. But anyway, we got Severino and Herman coming out the bullpen. Uh, we got the big head, two-headed monster of Severino and Herman. I love it. I love that move, keeping them out the bullpen. And the next thing you know, we got reinforcements. So we got the bullpen fully rested. We got Clay Holmes, who's looking great. Joely Rodriguez is so underrated. Uh, oh, my Stavis God. That was a good pickup. Great pickup. Another Cashman uh, diamond in the rough. Uh, not quoting the song, but <laughs> we're just making a general statement. Diamond in the rough. 
Diamond in the row. <laughs> but um, yeah. So we're we're at a good we're at a good time. We got our reinforcements now. The offense just needs to wake up and the now, pitching. Now also, yes. Real quick, since we're talking so much about this final uh weeks of baseball coming up for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about postseason and off season. Oh, yeah. Of course. So real quick, based on how the team is right now. In the offseason, do we need to go for pitching? We need pitching, 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 especially relieving. Bullpen. Relieving pitching, bullpen pitching, we need. That's who we go after in the offseason. Also, in the offseason, we got to look for an infielder. Mm-hmm. Glaber Torres is washed. Urshela needs to, to wake up. He's been better. As what Mayhew you needs to hit the ball. Like we're, paying, um, like we're paying him to. <laughs> like, and then we need, honestly, I know Rizzo's going to want to walk after this, after the season ends. I mean, he might. I mean, you I have a good Rizzo. feeling. I have a good feeling that he wants to walk and he wants to go back to Chicago. But let me tell you, that should be a main priority to get Rizzo a long-term contract with us and re-sign next year. We already know we got Gallo next year, and we already know Gallo's going to re-sign here when his contract's ended. Love it. But we need Rizzo to stay here, and Rizzo's not going to stay here if Mr. Aaron Boone hashtag fire him when he needs to be gone in the offseason. He's gone anyway. But, but I mean, we need to – Keep Rizzo, and we need to stop. Don't get me wrong. I love Luke Voigt. He's a great player, great hitter. But Rizzo's not going to want to stay if they're going to keep switching them in and out because Rizzo wants to be a starting first baseman. And Rizzo is a starting first baseman. There is no reason why Luke Voigt has to keep taking runs with him. If you want to play Luke Voigt, put him at DH. Rizzo, we need him in the field. Rizzo is a great fielder. He's a great hitter. Rizzo needs to start every single day. There is no reason why they have to keep switching out him and Voight. And Rizzo's not going to want to stay. They're going to keep doing this with with uh, with Voight. I mean, I know if I was there and if I was a start uh, first baseman, Rizzo's an all-star first baseman. Let's get that straight. He's no an question. all-star first baseman. He's a platinum glove. He is a great player. There is no reason why you are alternating him and Voight every single day. It is ridiculous. Fire Aaron Boone because he makes the most stupidest decisions. I want CeCe or David Cohen as my manager next year. Heck, even bring A-Rod. I could care less. Anybody but this Aaron Boone guy. I, Anything I mean, but Aaron Boone. I don't think A-Rod's a good idea. David Cohen, hell <laughs> yeah. But Buck Walter. Oh, boy. David Cohn, I'm more. Come down. I'm more of a David Cohn guy. Not I'm David more of a CC. David Cohn. I'm more CC right but now. Obviously, I think the the Yankee. There's no way Aaron Bo- Aaron Boone's contract expires at the end of the year. There's absolutely no way he comes back next year. If he comes back next year, I'm convinced Hal but, Steinbrenner and Brian Cashman are have have one brain cell. I have half of a brain cell, and I make better moves, better ideas than these. Let me tell you something I, though. I, mean, I don't get it. Uh, don't get me wrong. Let I me like tell Cash, you something. I though. like Cashman, but don't get. Come on, you can't bring Boone back. It, here's gonna be. He, here's the inside job now. Now let's say the Yankees just boom, bang out the Red Sox, bang out uh, Toronto, and just sweep all of them. Now we got the Yankees going into a playoff spot. 
Yankees make the playoffs. They win the ALDS. They win the ALCS. And now they're in the World Series. They win the World Series. Now what are we going to do with Aaron Boone? Of course yeah. you're going to re-sign him because he just yep. got a ring for us. He just got missed at 28. And now then we're going to be stuck with corrupt Aaron Boone as our manager, corrupt Brian Cashman. Don't get me wrong. Brian Cashman, he's a good guy when he wants to be a good guy. But nine times out of ten, he makes stupid mistakes, stupid decisions. He is not okay to have as our manager. We need to fire Boone, fire Cashman, and it's not going to happen if the Yankees win the World Series. I'm being brutally honest. So it's kind of a a lose-lose situation. Well, win-lose situation, yes, it'd be great we win the World Series, but, you know, we're going to have Boone next season. Great. We Well, it sucks. We lost the season, but we get rid of Boone. So, honestly, it's going to be really tough to, to see. I don't know what I would pick. What would you pick? Go Does for that- 28 this year or and keep Boone for 2022? Go through that whole misery, have him re-sign a contract. You already know it's going to be long-term how Cashman does his crap. Or do you lose and then get rid of Boone for good? Honestly, that's a good question. Um, like, I, like, honestly, I don't mind Cashman that much. I mean, yeah, he's made some bad moves. But honestly, I'd honestly just keep him around. Obviously, I, I think Boone has to go. We've been saying this for a long, long time. Basuda. Yes, garbage for uh, all the people that don't know Spanish. But honestly, I I think that we have to move on from Aaron Boone if this team doesn't go to the World Series. If this team does go to the World Series and win it, we still have to move on from Aaron Boone, but it won't happen. But, dude, my life will be officially complete once I see the Yankees win a World Series. I hardly remember 2009. We were little at the time. Don't even remember it. But if the Yankees win a World Series... We were prepubescent children. Yeah, we were five years old. But if the Yankees win a World Series this year... I mean, I, I, I there, there, there'd be nothing to, to change that. And the Yankees will still be good next year. I mean, honestly, I think Aaron, having Aaron Boone as your manager kind of is a disadvantage. Your team won't be as good, but your team will still be good. When you sign, honestly, I think we should bring back Rizzo. I think Glaber's time is up. He has to dip. Um, we have to trade him. Keep, honestly, I kind of keep Urshela. Put Urshela at third. You know what? My, my, my plan for the Yankees this offseason is – Resign Rizzo, put him at first, get rid of Torres, trade him for whatever, put LeMahieu at second. Then you shortstop, you go sign somebody. You sign Seager, you sign Correa, you sign Story, you sign one of those guys. Then you put Urshela at third. And Seager and Correa, especially, they can play third base. So when it, let's say two years from now, when Anthony Volpe's time is here, you get rid of Gio, you plug in Seager or Correa at third. And you put Volpe at short, and your problem is solved. Outfield, leave it the way it is. Stanton, Judge, Gallo, leave it. Leave it, leave it, leave it. Maybe even bring back Brett Gardner if you feel inclined. Personally, I would love that. We love Brett <laughs> Gardner. But I think Estevan Floreal needs some time to uh, show what he has. Trade Luke Voigt, obviously. So th- there are a lot of, there's a lot going on. I think the bullpen needs to be adjusted. I would like Honestly, to a starter pitcher, starting pitcher. We could we could use Luke Voigt as a nice leverage to get a solid bullpen piece. Yes, that's a, that's a solid bullpen arm because Luke Voigt is a good player. Sol- solid bullpen for Luke Voigt. And even Gleyber Torres, you could get solid bullpen. Exactly. Or honestly, and here's another question. Here's another rough one. Mm-hmm. Carlos Correa. 
Oh, boy. Here we go. You guys, he, if you follow me on Twitter, you know my stance on this. So, Carlos Correa, of course, obviously a cheater. Mr. Tattoo Man that wants to defend Mr. Tattoo Man. Tattoo um, man. He becomes a free agent after this season. And all the reporters are saying that he might not re-sign with the Astros. Now, right. I, I highly doubt he goes back there. I'm honestly thinking he goes to Detroit, reunites with AJ Hinch. That the Detroit team will be stacked. I see that. But a lot, a lot, a lot of people are speculating that Carlos Correa may sign with the Yankees. Mm -hmm. Now, personally, I was still looking at uh, him as a cheater. He will never get that role cheater away from him and the amount of crap that he's talked about the Yankees. Yep. He hasn't physically said the Yankees name, but when he talks, you could tell that he's talking about the Yankees. Yes, sir. All the booze that we gave him when he came back here, when Houston came back here, all the booze we gave him and Altuve. Honestly, um, I would be very upset that he is with the team but I can't knock it because he is a good player at the end of the day. Yeah. He is a great shortstop, which is very hard for me to say right now, even though he cheated and he is a cheater. But, you know, the Yankees can use him. Will I be chanting his name during roll call? Absolutely not. The rest of the Bleach Creatures will be chanting his name during roll call. I personally will not be chanting his name if he comes here. But if he wins us a World Series, gives us that Mr. 28 like Corey Kluber wears, I will chant his name. Understandable. See, like I... DJ, what do you feel about this? Personally, if you follow me on Twitter, you know how I stand about this. I think Carlos Correa is a great player. I hate Carlos Correa's guts at the moment. I hate... That I hate his personality. I hate the way he plays the game. I mean, honestly, I don't actually hate the way he plays the game. I hate all the crap that he talks all the time. I just don't like him. He was a cheater. All the toxicity the he brings into yeah, a, he's a, a he's, game. He's a, he's a bit of a toxic guy. But honestly, I, I personally, I don't think he comes to the Yankees. I don't even think he come, even thinks about coming here unless the Yankees offer Detroit's him. Detroit's a solid option. Yeah, t- Detroit has cap room. Uh, well, not cap room. This is not football. But Detroit has money. Go sign a guy like Correa. But and I, Nick pers- Castellanos hits a home run. And Nick has, and there's a deep drive to left field by Castellanos. <laughs> but I, I I would love to see Carlos Correa on the Yankees because he's a he's an elite player. He's a great player, and he's what the Yankees need. The Yankees need an offensive shortstop. The Yankees need a shortstop that is a awesome defensive caliber player and that could hit the ball. Gleyber Torres is not that. But also the other thing with Correa – is he he was a former Astro. He, he the, the fan base is so like split on this. Like, and I feel like Yankee fans, you always see like, like oh yeah, let's go get Seager. So a lot of Seager fans out there. Yeah. But I feel like Correa is such a controversial topic when it comes to the Yankees moving forward. And I would I chant Carlos Correa's name? He's one of my guys on my team. I will have no choice. But like when people were I like physically why can't when people were saying, I'm not chanting A-Rod's name because he was cheat, uh, he used steroids. A-Rod, A-Rod wears the pinch, A-Rod wore the pinstripes. Whatever player wears the pinstripes, you guys know who, who, guys I can't stand. I didn't like Tyler Wade for a while. I don't like Labor Torres at the moment. 
I, I stanted their names anyway because they they rep my they rep New York on the front of their jersey. They rep New York on their cap. They might they play for my team, so I had no choice but through for them. But would I wear a Carlos Correa jersey? By the way, public? no, I would not. Hell no. By I the way, not. Tyler Wade gets paid to pinch run. Also, shout out Tyler Wade is actually doing what he's what he's supposed to do, which is cool. By the so way, he stole he stole two bases yesterday when he yeah that was ran. awesome. That was awesome. He snagged two bags. Took a gigantic yeah, lead. I mean, we literally pay the guy to just steal bases. I, he, he's, I'll admit, you guys know how much I hated on him. He's, he's had a good, he's had a decent few months. I'll give him that. Either he's, way, he's finally hitting the ball. He's fielding. He's making plays. He's running. I mean, good for him. By the way, where my boy Rugi at? Yeah, I, I don't. I was honestly thinking the same thing the other day. What the hell happened to Rugnetto Tor? Put as Michael K was saying about Tyler Wade a week ago. Put his face on a milk carton because we have not seen him. Where the hell is Rugnetto Tor? I, I was thinking about this in school the other day. I'm bored. I'm like, why is Rugnetto Tor not playing? Well, honestly, I can. I have no idea. I, I I don't know. I think labor's due for a bit of a rest day eventually. So I think. Oh, 100%. Plug Rugi in. Plug Rugi in. You know who else is due for a rest day? DJ is due for a rest day. DJ's due for a rest day, too. So He's overdue. Yes, I think we'll say I think we'll see Odor in sometime this week. Maybe against a right-handed pitcher. That would make more sense considering Odor is a lefty. So, if Aaron Boone, I hope you please do that. I want to see Odor back out there. I feel like you never see him anymore. I feel like the last time we actually saw him on the field, I think, was the game and the the subway series. Me too. We love Rugnado. I think the last time we saw him was that Subway Series game where he came in and pinch hit for the pitcher against the Mets. That game with the Lindor, Giancarlo drama. But honestly, though, just speaking about Correa, like finishing my point on that because we kind of uh, veered off topic. I-, I wouldn't mind if the Yankees sign him, you, but you wouldn't see me repping Carlos Correa. But he's he, again, he would be my guy on my team. So I would root for him. But if they'll say that guy fails in New York, he would hear booze till the day he does. He will hear everlasting booze. Like you thought the booing towards Stan was bad. Wait till you hear it. If Carlos Curry doesn't succeed here. Personally, I, I, I think we should, I honestly, for the sake of everybody's soul. And I think we should go with Seager. I love, I love Seager will be a great addition. I think we should go with Seager. I feel like people will be, uh, well, not well, obviously, at the end of the day, baseball is a business and you do what's best for your team. You don't do what's best for your fans. Let's say, let's have a poll. Who do you want? Correa or Seager? And then Brian Cashman's going to pick whoever. That's not how it works. So I honestly, I would like, I feel like Seager would just fit in better here. Uh, he'd fit better around the culture. He'd fit the culture better. He'd fit, he'd fit, he'd fit the bill of a Yankee. I feel like Carlos Correa, great player, but I feel like he just doesn't have what it is, what it takes to be a Yankee. He runs his mouth too much. He's a toxic player. He's a cheater. I don't like the Yankees being associated with cheaters. Yeah, you could say A-Rod's a cheater, whatever. But, yeah, that, that, I kind of lost a little respect for A-Rod because of that. But A-Rod was still my guy at the end of the day. Astros fans still defend their players because they're their, they cheated, but they're their players. They root for those guys. So, I, honestly, at the end of the day, he would end up being a Yankee. If it, Well, I honestly don't think it happens. But if he becomes a Yankee, I'd have no choice to, but to root for him. But, um, anyway, finishing that, and I'm moving on to our last topic today. It is time for our series preview. So game one of the Yankee Red Sox series starts tomorrow. Well, you guys will be seeing us uh, today on Friday. We're filming this on Thursday. So hello from the past. But we're seeing uh, Garrett Cole go against Nathan Evaldi on Friday at 7-10 at Fenway. That's going to be a great game. Two good pitchers. Garrett Cole needs to show up and show out. This is where we need Garrett Cole to be the hero. After having a bad weekend last weekend, this is where he has to be the hero. 
Now we got Saturday at four o'clock. Nestor Cortez versus Nick Pavetta. Nasty Nestor has to show out again. He's been he's been he's been rising up to the occasion all year. Highly respect that. And then on Sunday for the conclusion, we got Jordan Montgomery going against uh Eduardo Rodriguez. No, not Eduardo, not Eduardo Rodriguez. That's not his name. Oh, it is Edward. I don't know where he is. Whoops, my bad. A bit, a bit of a brain fart. He's a left-handed pitcher, so that's probably a day where and we might see Rugen at Odor in the lineup. Or thank no, God. We see, Rugen, we see Odor against a righty. What the hell am I saying? <laughs> thank God. Thank God we do not see Chris Hill. Oh. Sigh relief. But Garrett Cole and Nestor Cortez, honestly, the games we might Well, honestly, to. honestly, the Yankees hit better on, on pitches that have a lower ERA. But the no. pitches that have a 7 ERA, the Yankees can't hit for crap, and they make them look like freaking Cy Young. Oh, you're right. You're right. But um, honestly, though, Garrett Cole, we need you to step up today, man. That, 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 that's, our, oh. that's our hero, Garrett Cole. We need you. I'm Barrett Cole. Garrett Cole, Garrett, Barrett Cole. Barrett, Garrett Barrett Garrett Barrett Garrett Barrett Garrett 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 Cole if you're watching this which I don't think you are please don't look like Barrett I'm not a good pitcher you're a good pitcher please don't look like me on the mound because you looked like me last week giving up five runs in three innings Garrett you're better than that bro you're our ace best pitcher in baseball because well active pitcher in baseball haha DeGrom is well obviously DeGrom is not playing so haha but Anyway, like I, I honestly think that Garrett Cole just has to step up. Nestor Cortez has to continue to rise to the occasion. Jordan Montgomery has to have another good performance, and the Yankees will be just, just, just fine. I, I don't think there's any uh, issues with the Yankees. I think they're going to be okay. I, I personally think they're going to be fine. You got to win these games, though. These, these are these are huge. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, there's nothing much else said. I mean. Yankees really need to ball out. Next time you'll hear from us, um, we'll definitely be in the stadium next weekend. Raise yes, two games, bro. the two last games of the season. You will see the four-line boys there and Harley in Section 203 with our boys. Um, come say what's up to us if you want to hang out with us. Come say hi, the game or during the game. We're, we're friendly people. Hang out with us, of course. We're friendly we guys. We don't bite. Come in, come in the come in the vlog. You'll be on the camera. We had a few people show up in the vlog, so come in the vlog. Uh, we'll come hang out. Maybe it could be in the vlog. It'll be on YouTube. Uh, we're just we're just because those those videos are for the fans, by the fans. We're fans. We make them. We'd love to have other fans come come in, come say hi. So we appreciate all the support and love we get at the stadium. Uh, if you guys know know me from Twitter, uh, us from the podcast, much appreciated. Uh, really appreciate that. It's an honor. Um, so yeah, we can't wait to go hang out with our friends back in the bleachers yet again this weekend. Gotta bring well next weekend. Gotta bring the energy for the Yanks. We'll talk about this more in next week's episode. But you gotta bring the we gotta bring the energy for the Yanks next week. Coming back home for the final three games of the year. Anything is possible. Just gotta believe in your team. Yankees just have to continue to roll. We gotta gotta win these games. But that pretty much wraps it up. If you like this video or podcast podcast actually. Uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Subscribe to us. Thank you for 200 subs, by the way. I forgot to mention that earlier. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, thank so, you, yeah, guys. Thank you very much. So make sure you subscribe. Bro to 300. You already know it's good. But that pretty much wraps it up. So signing off, it's your boy CJ, a.k.a. Barrett Cole. It is your amigo Brandon, a.k.a. G. Shella, a.k.a. Glaber <laughs> byproduct. Byproduct. All right, so – Let's go Yanks, baby. We need this. Let's go. We'll see ya. Let's go Yanks, baby.